Welcome to Critical Disso, the Pokemon role-playing podcast run by us and enjoyed by you. My name is Stuart Clark, the GM, the ruler of the kingdom. And in my kingdom, we listen to music, but but not any kind of music, only nursery rhymes. That's right. We are all enjoyers of simple, childlike songs. And I, with a lullaby, will rock myself over to the sleepy naptime corner in which Ali Hill finds himself also doing something <laughs> and Ali Hill who is very grateful that he always goes first at this moment <laughs> I know he does I because he does. ring a ring of roses pocket full of poses Ali's playing Kenny and this is how he goes is <laughs> um, <laughs> and that we all truly noses I'm playing Kenny Mullet, the empathetic yet haunted young man on a quest to save Formia with his poker powers from an evil team of poker powered people. Kenny has a bunch of Pokemon helping him out. He has a Decidueye called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, Salazzle, recently Ooh. evolved, Salazzle, oh, yeah. called Hoops, a Honchkrow called Fedora, a Spiritomb called Swirly, a Garvantula called Fleek, and a Kamoa called a King Thrush. And um, over in Sleepy Corner, I'm just going to sleepily wave over to the head of Sleepersons, Mr. David Leavesley. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. If Formia's England, where's Galar? That's what I've got to ask today. Uh, over here I am, nodding off in this uh, beautiful and plush little bedding area. And beside me is the uh, sardonic former member of the Church of Sloking, now turned head of the Church of Sloking. And uh, Theo has on their team a Medicham a Leveny, a Kabuto, a Barbarical, a Combi, and a Slowpoke. And no longer a Zygarde knocking around in the wings, which I've taken well. I've taken well. And so as I deal with the fact that apparently I am doing a Nuzlocke while everyone else just gets to play a casual run, uh, <laughs> I turn over to our last slumbering babe, Tom Dale. I live in a house, but I don't look like a mouse. That's right. It's me, the nursering rhymes. I'm a nursering. I'd like Wait, to tell you. Is it Teddy? Is this Teddy? This is Teddy. Yeah, oh, he's Teddy. Teddy's Hi. turned up in the mid. I haven't been seen for a while. I thought I'd make the finale, but no one seems to have remembered that I'm here. So, gotta get in somehow. What are you, do what are you doing, Teddy? What? Where's, where are you in form? In war time? I'm there. I'm. 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 I'm sort of there. I imagine just just outside of shot. Wherever just we are, you're, you're there. Wherever you're looking, I'm in the corner of your eye, ready to could jump in. Could you heal in. our Pokemon at any point? Or uh... <laughs> I really could. I really could, but I've not been invited in. I'm like a vampire you've got to invite me in to the podcast to uh lift the stand in the mirror say nursery three times turn around if you want to hear more from me you know you can come to my show nursering rhymes where you can it's more of a q a like an evening with nursering but for now i'm just here to introduce brandy who's the uh uh ex-cheerleader of the pokemon champion which actually no wait what she's she is the pokemon champion well i'm really glad it's me teddy getting to give this revolution but yes i'm introducing the pokemon champion brandy flash well done brandy i think we can all be very happy for her with this one and uh, on her team she's got some pokemon they're all fainted she's only got um the rabbits left so she's got wimpy the lopany and dr bumblebee so good luck in the final arc brandy i hope it goes very well for you could have done with a nursery couldn't you back to the lord of our kingdom oh yeah it's me me the ruler and i I, I do proclaim that in the in the land of sleepy time nurseries, there is only one thing we have to do, and that is tell a bedtime story. Let's find out what happened last time. Previously on Critical Ditto. <laughs> in Margot's Roost, the Varn Beast was finally thwarted by Kenny, Hedrold and Hannah. Kenny's salanded hoops evolved into a salazzle during the battle, and Hannah was able to get her clutch hero moment, combining with Hedrold in a magic trick and allowing her to thrust her flame lance into the Varn Beast for the finishing blow. In the skies above Formia, Theo Zygarde and Tyler Zapdos were locked in epic combat until the Zapdos was able to shock the Zygarde's core itself, causing the Zygarde to burst into a million pieces that spread all over Formia. Tyler boosted the Zapdos with the remnants of Extreme Ball Pokemon and looked to make his escape. But Theo saw through the ruse and pursued Tyler into a cloud. Finally, in the Pokemon League Championship Dome, Brandy's championship match reached its epic conclusion. Wimpy the Lopany and Luke the Lucario were at a dead stalemate until Wimpy was able to breach the defences of Lucario using a simple pound move. The battle was won and Formia had a new Pokemon champion. 
Bash for Luton. I mean, Brandy Flash. Brandy Flash. Brandy's celebrations were short-lived, however, as the roof of the championship dome was breached by the Mega Zapdos that Tyler had unleashed on the Pokémon League. No word from them, then. Rosie eyed Cornelius and Elaine awkwardly before she responded to Frey. Nothing. They've gone completely silent. Frey cursed under her breath. The scouting pair of Tyronius Chunder and Salad Fingers had presumably failed to find a way into the Sephiroth tree via the roots. That makes things more complicated, Frey uttered. We proceed through the ruins, then. Prophet Cornelius. The ruins it is, replied Frey. The path to the ruins where the Sephiroth tree was housed had been clear. Tyler had been true to his word. Frey stood beyond two enormous blast shield doors flanked by the tiny form of Rosie. Elaine and Cornelius lingered behind on the other side of the door, standing on the side of the Pokemon League proper. Elaine, Cornelius. Frey spoke with her back to them both. It is here we part. Her voice was cold as if her mind was elsewhere. Cornelius let his vast moustache twitch with surprise. Part? But we are told we to do, Elaine said softly. Once the doors close behind Rosie and I, you ensure they stay closed. We understand, Elaine replied, the tiniest hint of emotion quivering in her voice. Why is Rose... Cornelius began before Frey cut him off. Thank you. Truly. You have been... Islands of loyalty in a sea of treachery. Frey smiled weakly as if her face was pulling at the effort. Remember why we do this. Our goal is within sight. Elaine and Cornelius gave curt nods and turned their backs on their leader as the blast doors closed to separate them with an echoing thud. Beyond Frey stood a space both familiar and utterly alien. The Pokemon League ruins. Shattered stone structures where majestic forums had once stood, scorched earth all that remained of humbled huts and dwellings. A foundational imprint that Frey recognised had once been a school. Broken steps that in times past had led to a chieftain's audience chamber, now guiding an ascendant only to a decaying square plinth, addled with fungus. 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 Few in Formia had ever seen these ruins. Fewer still knew the truth of what they were. Frey slowly ascended the cracked stone steps and entered the chieftain's old chamber. She allowed her pale fingers to lightly graze the stone walls. Memories flooded her mind, bouncing on her father's knee as he sat in the chieftain's chair, delighting her with psychic conjuring tricks and telekinetic abilities. She could hear their shared laughter. Frey let her head rest upon the wall. Father tears welled in her eyes. I was defiling your legacy not enough for them. They had to come for our home, too. Frey looked back at the ruins of her old poker-powered village, a village that had lived peacefully for generations before Frey had accidentally used her abilities to turn a hapless soul into a gibble. The laughter of her memories bled into screams of anguish. Frey could see Abom's Charizard raising the huts with brutal flamethrowers, shadows of a Conkeldur swinging its vast pillars to eradicate the proud stone buildings of the village. So much suffering. And all because of her. Frey recalled Gordo's smile. Just before he was imprisoned by the first three, a smile meant for her, a smile meant to give her strength to carry on. She felt her delicate fists clench. No. Not because of me. Because of them. Because of their hatred, their fear. Her hand blackened around her fist. She stared at it, turning her hand as if it were the hand of someone else entirely. I hope this is all worth it, she whispered. Frey made her way down the steps. Rosie stared, open-eyed, at the devastated structures surrounding her. What? Um, what? What happened here? She squeaked. It doesn't matter now, 
Frey replied. All that matters is that we move forward. What the hell am I doing here? Honey thought, glancing back quickly at the now sealed blast doors. Rosie! We haven't much time, Frey called. Honey swallowed hard, and the pair made their way towards the enormous pulsating tree at the centre of the ruins. Well, well, well. So Oof. the ruins. Ruins were that poker-powered village. Man, the Pokemon League are just horrible. They are. So they, I, uh, uh, you know what? I'm Team Frey. I get they, it. I'm Team Frey. <laughs> so they, they killed her dad, went to her village. Burnt it to a ground. to the ground and then put their own their own headquarters on top of it. And then used the phrase ruins. Like they were like, these are very old ruins. Don't ignore these. <laughs> Whereas actually, no, we just destroyed a city. Yeah, grim, right? The Mega Zapdos has ripped the roof off the Pokemon League Champion Dome and has forced you to cower beneath its almighty wingbeats. A tempest is beginning to form all around you, impossible winds starting to whip not just at you and your exposed skin, but at the debris that now litters a Pokemon League torn apart by conflict. Not only that, but enormous lightning bolts are striking the ground across the Pokemon League at random. Anywhere could be a target, anyone beneath, be they human or Pokemon, could be the hapless victim. In short, any sense of victory that might have been elicited by Brandy's triumph over Gary Smoke is short-lived. It's looking real bad, not just for you, but for the extreme ball Pokémon struggling to stand, let alone steady themselves against unassailable winds. The feed that had delivered the televised action to Formia is dead. You're very much on your own. Brandy, what are you doing? So debris is sort of falling towards us around. Debris is falling. Can I say that one bit of debris is falling towards Gary Smoke? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Does Gary Smoke know that it's falling towards him or is it like he's unaware but you see it? I don't think me or Gary Smoke see it falling towards him, but Wimpy does. And I want oh, Wimpy to Wimpy like does. smash it. I'm going to say Lopany is de-mega evolved at this point. Maybe Gary is trying to recover some personal effect from the Champion Dome, some ultimately pointless item that he thinks is very important. Like a, a copy of his autobiography, Smoke, smoke on the is, Water. Smoke on the water smoke on the water smoke without mirrors the smoky story um oh it's a trilogy they, it's a trilogy it's, yeah yeah it's a big time smoke trilogy. smoky bacon <laughs> smoky bacon <laughs> <laughs> and he signed it himself for himself it's like a signed copy first edition for himself of his own work and he's desperate to try and recover that so he's going he's like ah, it's fine brandy i just need to get this book don't, don't worry about doing? it don't. and he's going so this bit of debris is coming through the roof God, it's gonna right. fall uh, it's a bit of a it's the ursaring udon sign it's the frontage oh, of the Ursaring Udon. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. careening down towards Gary Smoke. What's going to happen, Philip Tom? screams, don't hurt the sign! No, baby, <laughs> no, not the sign! Not the sign! <laughs> Lopini's speed is plus three. I rolled a five and a one for a six plus a three, so it's a nine. This is a mixed success. I'm assuming get the debris. Kick the debris away. Take some harm. Yeah. Let's say that Wimpy takes two harm. Two? Two yeah. harms? Two. I've, got to get, I've got to get through Frey with... This Pokemon, by the way. You, know, you, know, you, you could let Gary get crushed. You, you could have just left oh, him. Maybe I do. Maybe I, maybe I wreck on this. No, you've rolled no, now. Take you've the rolled. Harm. Tom, describe, describe. But make it cool, like Wimpy destroying the sign, taking a bit of harm in the process, but but saving Gary's life. Well, I wonder life. if, it, but because Wimpy destroyed the sign, Philip shot Wimpy, being like, "You destroyed my sign!" Alchemy <laughs> <laughs> with a knife. Alchemy. Okay, like, so that's where the harm comes from. And Phillips is like, whoa, 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 I mean, baby, all right, I get it, I get it, I understand. This is an emotional situation for us all, but let's, let's this, this rabbit's quite important to us, Alchemy, all right? Alchemy, where the hell were you throughout all of the troubles we've been facing? Now you're turning on us with a knife? Gary Smoke turns and says, was that coming towards me? Yes, Gary, that was coming towards you and your stupid books. It's quite a Pokemon you got. Oh. It's quite a Pokemon. Wimpy blushes in a really embarrassing not cool guy wimp not the cool guy wimpy no let me just grab this book all right we gotta move on we gotta move on come on let's yes we gotta go everyone we need to get out of this place the dome is falling apart i think that's the plan is we're all gonna try and get out of the dome what weirdly heroic thing is barnaby tim's doing barnaby tim's has taken his caravan of clothing and is uh, shepherding people inside as a, like a protective shelter from the debris. It's, it's like a clown car. People are just like getting in there and the rubble's just like hitting the top of it. It is it is perfectly bulletproof because he's welcome. Barnaby doesn't mess around with the clothes. Either. Everyone inside, quickly! Okay, everyone's hot-footing in, but Brandy, you notice that there's there's an issue and that is that a lightning bolt is Barnaby about... Barnaby Tims is driving. That's not a good start. The way I see it, it's almost like a disaster movie. Like the floor is crumpling beneath you. Things 
things are falling. Barnaby is trying to dodge them with the go-goat. Yeah, the go-goat, that's it. It's like a chariot thing. But you see a lightning bolt strikes the actual entrance to the dome and there's rubble collapsing down to block the very exit that you're aiming for, Brandy. You, you notice this. What do you do? How do you try and solve this situation? I might use some leadership here. Yeah, there's NPCs. There's various NPCs in the I caravan. I think I'm going to use various NPCs because I'm too far away from it. Me and Gary, I imagine, are behind the caravan. Where does the Champion's Dome lead to? Does it lead to that little corridor to the stadium? There's the corridor and then, you know, there's probably some open area and then there's the other stadium, the main stadium. That I just feel like we want to be in a place without a roof. Well, this roof's been ripped off, but I think the whole do the dome's coming down. The dome's coming down. The dome is kind of fought, throwing rocks at us, basically, which we don't want. We want just the lightning to be attacking us. Um... <laughs> That's Brandy's. You want one right bad now. thing rather than two. Yeah, I, I can't deal with. I actually, two want elements. to be more exposed to the wind. Actually, that would be great <laughs> if we could just have more open air. Brandy, the strategist. <laughs> Brandy is the Pokemon champion. She's got a bit of kudos now. She's Brandy. I think we. I think we need to get somewhere enclosed. We need to get somewhere with shelter. That's what we need to do, right, Brandy? <laughs> no, open. We need to get out in the open where only the lightning we have to worry about. We can see the lightning coming towards us and dodge it that way. Okay, so what are you doing? I'm going to. Okay, Brandy. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Heron and Bash to get some of the clothes rails that okay. Barnaby Timms has got in his thing and try and use them because I reckon the caravan's gonna get there first. Is this a first. comlink you've got? Oh, I'm shouting. Uh, you're shouting at the caravan. Brandy has a famously cutting voice. There's a voice from your pocket, Brandy. Um, yeah, you could try and shout out the wind, oh, mate, or you could no. maybe use me, you know, like to to amplify your voice or maybe you're not call here them. In the Do you know finale. what I mean? I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pyrophones here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You forgot, you forgot about me, didn't you? I did yeah. forget about you. Oh, I'm here. I'm Unfortunately, here. You think, you think you're hot stuff now, you're champion. Think, think I'm gonna respect exit, you now? The exit nah. is closing. Nah. Can you update? Actually, could you update? your Wikipedia page to oh, show that I'm the champion. Yeah, I already did okay. that. Put Bash Falutin in there, didn't I? Well, no, yeah. don't put Bash Falutin in. Well, that's what it says on the official screen. You see it up there. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, a rock. A rock <laughs> oh, just so flew into say... it and broke the screen. But it did say Bash Falutin. It did. It did say Bash Falutin up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have to... yeah. Well, can you call Bash Falutin? Call Bash Falutin. Do you mean call Pokemon Champion? Because no. that's what she is in your phone. So I could do Wait, that. You've saved Bash Falutin yeah, as Pokemon Bashful Champion yeah. my phone. Yes. Why are you giving people nicknames that I don't find? Call Pokemon Champion. Okay. What uh, am I saved as in the phone? You are saved as ice, ice type, melty, melty ice, like a like a withering ice, you know, like a vanilla that you've you left in the me sun. As wet. Yeah, just wet puddle. Yeah. Can we get to the Pokemon champion, please? Who's picking up? Hi, hi, Brandy. Brandy, it's terrifying. We're about to die. Hey, what do we do? Quick question. What am I saved as in your phone? You're saved as dry puddle. Weird. <laughs> Don't know how that's happened. Don't even know what is a dry puddle. That's nothing. What is, what is a puddle without its wet? That's a great, that's a great question, actually. Says Phillips. Phillips. Wow. You're making me think. I don't trust Phillips with this. Bash, that the exit's falling. Gary and I aren't going to make it. You're going to get through the exit before us. Can you use some of the clothes rails to create some kind of scaffold? Some kind of... Like... Oh, I could use my Pokemon, maybe, Brandy. No, no, I... she said use the scaffold, baby. You All right. Listen, could... Bash, you know what? I appreciate you're a good public speaker yep. now, but you're not a thinker like Brandy. I'll use the clothes rails. Hangs up. Oh, Gary, this Pokemon champion thing's harder than I thought. Brandy, roll for roll for the coat hangers. Oh, God. <laughs> roll act under pressure for coat hangers. Brandy's a plus two in cool. Oh, God. Oh, have you failed? Yes. <laughs> have you actually? <laughs> Fail to four. It's a four total. Three and a one. No, as in three and a one plus a two. So six. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Tom, all we were trying to do is get you out of the stadium to meet up with Kenny. And now we've got to... I mean, you could give me the fail or I can... I've already given you a fail. I'm not giving you more fails. Then we're going to make life really worse. So Bashvaluton could easily rock smash through the rubble that falls in front of the caravan. It's, it would be a simple move. But no, no, she takes Brandy's advice and tries to fashion some kind of pole vaulting scaffold out of coat hangers from within the caravan in the three seconds before... Before she reaches the exit of the Pokemon Champion Dome, and, it, and it's a failure. It's an utter failure. So we're trapped in the. Not Champions only are Dome. you trapped, but the Mega Zapdos roars above you in the skies. It's a Mega Zapdos now. Yeah, it's a Mega. Yeah, yeah. The kind of when it took <laughs> oh, in the, the Extreme Ball Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, the Blue Zapdos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not fighting it. I don't know why I care. But <laughs> yeah, David, you David has checked out that fight. Yeah. You were like, nope. <laughs> and within the skies of Formia, you can see that it is concentrating a massive, massive lightning bolt to strike the Pokemon Champions League Dome that you are now trapped in. This is this is going to be a mega, mega hit, and it's a problem that you are seriously going to have to deal with now, Brandy. And so Brandy just shouts, <laughs> Pyrophone, call Kenny. Call Kenny. Who's that Pokemon? David? David, are you here? Uh, yeah, Tom, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Great. What's, Stu, what's... are you here? Absent. 
absent. Yeah, thought absent. so. Yeah, uh, just not here. Alistair, are you here? I am wandering through this Mayan temple oh. with my pet monkey impersonating the role of Ali. Okay, well, that's interesting. So, yeah, we're on a school trip to the Mayan temple, but we seem to have the um, the, the ghost witch of, of, of the Mayan temple here. Yes, on us. your left you will see a cursed statue head. Don't touch it, or maybe do. What's the head of? Cursed witch? Uh, chemistry. That's the head of chemistry. The school. <laughs> Oh, absolutely slam dunked. Absolute slam dunked. I'm going to end it there. Welcome to the midsection, folks. Uh, today's midsection comes from Jerome Sandberg. Jerome's midsection is ambitious. I have an idea for a region. The tonal region. The eight official cities with gyms are Altonia, Barrowtown, Bay City, Harmony, Mesburg, Seto Falls, a.k.a. There's a there's a little correction here of falsetto and the duet twin cities on opposite sides of a bay. The South Song is where the championships are held in the shadow of the singing mountains. I hope you enjoy this. And please, for the love of Arceus, make a mini series of Digimonster of the Week. I would beg <laughs> you to play it if you did. I would Aww. beg to play it if you did. So there we go, guys. It's, it's a region. Um, the desperation with which people want us to do a musical episode is coming through loud and clear. <laughs> yeah. But the tonal region, I'm wondering, so we've previously nodded to a fact that there's been sort of tension between various regions. And I think lots of the time we've put it down to Kalos. Is Kalos sort of the uh, the de facto rival yeah, of Are you of suggesting Formia? they're the aggressor? Are Kalos the sort of warmongering nation? Well, I wonder if Kalos are only acting under the orders <laughs> of the tonal region. Oh, I, wait, tone. So is it like a duchy? Is it like a small, like a sort of, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know I what a duchy is. I didn't expect to hear the word duchy this morning, but this is. Is that uh, where they've got like a duke and a duke and duchess instead yeah, of. Yeah, like, so they're within Kalos. They're within Kalos. Like a principality. Oh, like a Vatican City situation. <laughs> like but, a Vatican but City. But warmongering. Yes. A warmongering yeah, a war- Vatican. Well, the Vatican City. All singing, all dancing. <laughs> they love music and war, and that's it. Just like the French. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. So who have they conquered? In our alternative reality of Pokemon, who have Kalos and the Tonal Region combined? I think the Tonal Region have secretly conquered Kalos without anyone knowing about it. Oh, it's like a secret Ooh. invasion type deal. You know, Kalos went a bit mental, let's say, 30 years ago and started invading other regions. And everyone's like, Kalos, what the hell are you doing? Secretly, it was because they were invaded and taken over by the tonal region oh, by you know can i take can i change their name to the tonal legion because it just sounds a little bit more i'm sure they've conquered within the tonal le- region they've got the, the tonal, tonal legion, legion. Tonal legion. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Stu, who's the leader of the tonal legion their pokemon champion uh, didn't we have ali didn't we have mm. a pavarotti character that you invented at one point did we? I feel like you did a Pavarotti <laughs> pun at one point in a in a midsection. Maybe this was maybe I've invented this. Maybe this was a previous campaign that we did, Alec. I don't know, but I feel like you did <laughs> a Pavarotti character. I'll take the credit for it. Even if Can, I didn't. okay, well, if you didn't, what's what's the Pavarotti pun that you, Ali Hill, master of puns, probably did? What it a was deflect oh from Stu here. Pa- what a deflect. Pucherotic. Pavmelotic. Pavmeloti. It's not great. Pavarotum. Pavarotum's good. Pavarotum is good. Okay, it's Pavarotum. It's a Pavarotum. Rotum. It's an opera singing Rotum called Pavarotum who inhabits a metallic suit, a large, robust metallic suit. But like suit. a tuxedo, tuxedo sort of with suit. a with a Rotum head, and also carries like a halberd with a big harp on the end. It's oh, like a, great! Yeah, yeah, that's kind of their their deal. <laughs> Dealing sonic attacks. The harp on the end. Yeah. Someone's been playing too much Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah he's someone's fused fused a harp, and he's he's a threatening dude. The way I feel like the tonal region fits into Formia is that they now have certain spies in Formia waiting for Formia to properly fall, waiting for the Pokemon League to fall. Some might say, now's the perfect time for them to invade. This is it. <laughs> but this I is think it. they may be slightly worried about Frey. They don't know what Frey's going to do and they don't want to turn up and get annihilated by a big laser that they don't know if Frey has or not. Under the Which town do we think this spy person is from? Are they from Altonia, Baritone, Bay City, Harmony, Mesburg, Seto Falls or the Duet? I, I It's got to be Seto Falls. We have a Seto Kappa. Was Seto Kappa the spy who has now been killed? I think killed? they might have been. Oh my goodness. Seto was, was preparing the region yeah. and the Pokemon were actually owned like Spotify. He was going to get Tyler's tablet and give it to the Tonal yeah. Legion. Oh yep. my goodness! Yes, like, that's it, why oh. he was. That's why he was sweaty all the time. He was constantly nervous that he might be discovered. 
He was constantly <gasps> no, really bad spy. Really so bad. Seto Falls was only recently named, i.e., yesterday. Seto has fallen. <laughs> Seto has fallen. Seto has fallen. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's why Falsetto is in brackets because that's what the town used to be called. But then mm. when Seto Kappa was killed, it became renamed Seto in his honours. Well, I mean, that's an act of war. Surely that's an act of war now. I mean, is Mokuba Kappa going to have to maintain? maintain the fight is Mokuba Kappa also a spy or is Mokuba Kappa unaware I think Mokuba Kappa is unaware I think Seto took Mokuba I mean Kokuba Mokuba doesn't doesn't seem to be switched on at the Kokuba Gana here's my thought Mokuba Kappa the brother of Seto we know he's in bed with the odd father we know this is there an argument to say that Mokuba has gone to the odd father and gone like Seto is dead but if if the tonal legion find out of that about this it means war. We are we are dead, and the Odd Father's gone. Don't worry about it. I'll sort it out. And actually, Odd Father has prevented war between these two great nations by like faking some documents that Seto died at sea or something. Like some accident occurred, yeah, and has sent that back to the tonal region. And actually, it's the Odd Father who's protected all of Formia from ultimate devastation at the hands of the tonal legion. Because Formia is so profitable for the odd, for the odd father, father to be yeah. in kind of the chaos. That's oh, in. He loves the chaos. He doesn't want anyone... No, the tonal region is very it. authoritative, very yeah. musical, yeah. very on time, very rhythmic, mm-hmm. and that's not what the odd father likes. I think that's great. Well, thank you very much, Jerome. Thank you, Jerome, for sending that in. If you would like to send in a NPC idea or be as bold as Jerome and send in a full region for us to integrate into our story in some way, please email criticalditto at gmail.com. And if you'd like to skip the queue, you can join our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash critical ditto where you can join at the champion tier and you'll just get to skip that queue and we'll read it out straight away. We ended the intro to the midsection on an excellent joke, so we're not going to improve on it. Here's the next part. <laughs> <laughs> I was absent for it. I never got to hear it. It's Fungus. We skip to the skies above Formia that are now, of course, still littered with thunderclouds. Theo, you are in hot pursuit of Tyler. Tyler, who has tried to escape your grasp so many times. And Tyler is hot-footing it through the cloud. It's difficult to get a bearing on where exactly Tyler is heading because of the clouds and the thunder and everything. But as you and Puchayina dodge through the clouds and through the various lightning bolts, you see that Tyler is typing something on the pad and you start to see a few blue eyes dotted in the clouds around you. And what starts to happen is these flying Pokemon start essentially kamikazeing at you, like a Fero will just dart through a cloud. And because they're not really fully in control of their own abilities anymore, they're just trying to hit you. They're just trying to fly at you like a missile and knock you off the pooch. They're not using moves. They're, they're not just... really using moves. It's just like t- Tyler has assumed direct it's control. Struggle. They're all using just struggle. Yeah, they're all just struggling. They're all just absolutely struggling. Uh, so if you keep dodging for long enough, David, they will knock themselves out. Theo, how do you deal with this, this impending barrage of sharp beaks? And Atropius. Atropius also is there. <laughs> Throwing a banana at you. <laughs> I am going to use Minimize on me and the Puchayana to make us a harder target to hit for the Storm of Birds. Great. Roll. Act under pressure, Theo, with your Venonat eyes and all that all that bandolier jazz. Is Act under pressure... Um, <laughs> act under pressure is cool, right? Yeah, that's plus Okay, cool. so I'm a plus one in cool. I rolled a six and a three for a nine, so it's a ten oh. for a full oh. success. Very good. Okay. Please describe this this cool minimizer. Does the Puchaina get minimized as well? In this situation, we're aiming for both. Okay. There are these the storms of tropii, feriae, what are pharaohs, uh, of uh, birds just flying out of the clouds. And Theo is just like, oh God, I've only got like one extreme ball left. I can't use that. I've got nothing really left on my team. It's just air around me. Not very, very difficult to strategize with just air. But Theo remembers how they managed to evade the attacks of Luan earlier and decides to go for another minimize. Obviously, minimize has been a risky gambit in the past, but Theo's feeling pretty good. Gets out the bits of potion from the bandolier and very quickly scatters it around the two of them. And them and Puchayana both just whoop, turn into a little tiny little mind. Okay, so you've gone tiny, and these Fero and these Tropius just fly straight past. Straight, straight past you. And crash maybe. In- I shouldn't be here! And they just crash straight past you, make some into each other, slam some into a lightning bolt. They just fly into the clouds, disappear from view. Tyler looks back beneath the scarf covering his face, but you can see eyes wide as he sees that Theo's once again dodged another assault, turns into a cloud. Theo, what do you do? 
He turns into a cloud. Oh my <laughs> he god. Turns into wow. A cloud. So Theo is gonna aim. Theo sort of whispers into Puchana's ear in this smaller form and is like, Puchana. <laughs> get onto Tyler's shoulder. And then we're gonna get big again. So Theo is gonna try and get on top of Tyler through the cloud. Tyler hasn't seen where you've gone. Tyler's like, where oh, so you're trying to get on there. Okay, roll. Hmm, what roll is this? Roll, roll plus tough. Okay, Theo's a plus two in tough. One and a five plus a two, scraping through for a mixed success. Nice. One of them get, gets big, the other doesn't. I was gonna say, do you lose po tiny Poochaina in the, in the clouds? Oh. Not Pooch. I Not mean, sweet, beautiful Pooch. Poochaina can fly though. Yeah, Puchain, yeah. Puchain, I'm not saying Puchain is dead or anything. I'm just saying you you lose him. You in the don't clouds. use him anymore. No, I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not signing a death warrant. I'm just. I'm just very, very attached to this nameless Puchain well, that has been my X-wing fighter for the last three episodes. But I'm happy to do it. That feels like a cost. It feels like a cost, doesn't it? Oh and man. And then you're both trapped on the glider, which is quite fun. So, what moment do you and Puchain have as Theo? You realise that you slightly didn't scrape the pestle to get both of you back to full size, and it looks like this Puchain is going to stay with high evasion, if you know yeah. what I mean. Theo is a little bit cocky at this moment because Theo had such a triumph in the water stadium. Mm. So Theo has sort of missed a little trick as a result of that. And so just as they get onto the glider, the effect is about to end and Theo realizes that they are expanding, but Puchayana is not. And there's a brief, tiny second where Theo knows there is one possible solution to this, and it would be to use their last extreme ball to capture Puchayana. But having seen what they've seen so far, they don't want to put that indignity upon this Pokemon that has served them so well and silently wills that they will find Puchayana again as they watch Puchayana fly off into the wind to bat it around. And flies into a cloud, oh. lost into the murky grey. But... Back on the glider, Theo, you expand to full size and Tyler's like, ah! as the glider suddenly rocks and what's the word when it rolls? Rolls, sure. <laughs> janks to the left, janks to the right, does a barrel roll through the skies. Tyler is trying to shake you off, Theo. What do you do? Is the glider going oh, down? Yeah, the glider's going down. Glider's out. What's, by the way, Tom, what's the design on the glider? What Pokemon is it fashioned to look like? It's fashioned to look like a Mantike. Little Mantike, yeah. A little Mantike. No, no, it's a Mantine, but then there's a little sub glider that isn't part of this one, the set. There's a sidecar that's a little Mantike. It's broken at the moment. It's, yeah, that's broken. <laughs> it says out of order. Tyler can't <laughs> use this to escape right now. But it is there. Theo, what are you doing as this Mantike, Mantine, Mantine? Thing, with a little remoraid as well, is uh, is going down. Tyler's trying to fight you off. He's trying to throw you. Tyler's trying to throw you off. Get off this glider. Give me the key. Oh. Theo is once again running through the roller decks of artifacts tucked away in their inventory, and nothing is going to be speedy enough for this to resolve. Theo's going to have to go for an old fave, blackmail. So <laughs> Theo pulls out on their hand the Mrs. W fire gauntlet and points it right at Tyler's chest as they are spiraling through the air. Give me the key. Roll, roll plus charm. To absolutely nobody's surprise, Theo was a zero in charm. Oh, it's a fail. Oh, it's a fail. It's a one and a four. It's a fail. It's a fail. Oh no. Oh, we're crashing. We're crashing hard. Tyler does not respond to the threats. Ali, what, what surprise Pokemon has Tyler got left up his sleeve that we didn't know about? I think it's Emolga. Love it. Oh, cute. And it was in the sidecar the whole time. It wasn't the second Oh my god, it wasn't. It was Emolga painted to look like a Mantike. Yeah, it wasn't a Mantike <laughs> at all. It was an Emolga just flying next to you. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, you sneaky little. Well, I did I did two damage to Wimpy. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two harm to Theo here as Ooh, we crash. Sad. It's gonna shut you you with the flame gauntlet in Tyler's face, and Tyler you can see Tyler's eyes just flick over your shoulder, Theo, for a second. And then suddenly you feel this <laughs> as Emolga discharges into your spine. You are unable to threaten Tyler in the way that you once did. And this Emolga comes around. But in so doing, this, this glider is gonna crash land into the ground. There's dust, there's dirt, you're back down onto the ground. The winds are howling from this Zapdos Tempest. There's flames everywhere. There's lightning bolts coming down. And Theo eventually, you come to rest on the dirt. So you take one harm for the electric attack, one harm for the crash. Make note. Done. It's it's pretty nasty, Theo. As you're just bringing yourself, you just escape lack of consciousness. 
lifting your head up, you see Tyler has also crashed. It's taken less damage than you because you were the one who failed. But it's limping over to two figures. You see one, a, a lady with grey hair, meowstic style, and the other a large man, large older man with a giant white moustache. And oh, you, can, you can hear shinks. Tyler approaching. Uh, Tom, can you take Elaine? Ali, can you take Cornelius? Of course, yes. yes. Uh, you can hear Tyler, Tyler approaching them. Please, please help the... This, this person's insane. They will not. They will not let up. I have done everything. I've done everything I can to to, to stop them. You've got it. Question: so Do do Elaine and Cornelius know of the deal with Frey and Tyler? Do we think? Um, should we say no? Should we say no? All they know is Frey said, "Don't don't let anyone in." So Tyler's Ty, like, "Let me through yeah. the door. Let me through the door, please." Well, if it isn't Scarf Boy, yeah. you? Why would we help you? Oh, because I don't, I don't understand. I have a, I had a, I have a deal with Frey. I have a deal with Frey. Just let me pass the door. Let me away from this crazy person. <laughs> you have a deal with Frey. You have been responsible for the deaths and injuries of many of our fellow poker powers. Cornelius, don't you think it would be strange that Frey would have a deal with someone without informing <sighs> us? Because guess what? Frey doesn't make a deal with us. Frey left us out here, which we're fine with. We're totally fine with. But you know, you'd think we she'd have told us that sooner or you know at a at an earlier date so we knew what the plan was rather than making any deals with some strangers which i do not believe i have the extreme ball pokemon if they get if they get their hands on this pad I, it's honestly please you have to trust me frey frey will call frey you you must be able to contact her we were told not to let anyone through these doors if you want to go through these doors you'll have to go through us tyler tries to push past elaine and cornelius oh elaine's gonna oh, psychic oh, oh, psychic no, energy no 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 Blast him back. Oh, okay, Tyler flies backwards, this blast of electric energy. Cornelius's moustache grows and he's going to try to, like, wrap them around around his hands to keep him... Okay. Oh, ah. So so Tyler is trapped in these moustachey cores and there's psychic energy pulsing around his head as well. He's... What do you say, Cornelius? Do you say we have a bit of fun with our friend? I don't think Frey would mind. Don't do this. One Elite Three member gone, considering her feelings on the elites of this world. <laughs> Theo, Theo, please. Please, I, I know, I know. I'm not a hero. I, but I tell you what I am, I'm a survivor, and I... I think they're going to kill me. I don't think you want to kill me. We will kill you. Okay, that's read confirmed. Your mind. Here we go, that's confirmed. <laughs> they are going to kill me, they're going to kill me. Please, help me, help me here, and I'll... I'll give you the pad. I'll give you the pad, Theo. Please, just help and me the here. Key. Sure, whatever. Just let me survive. Let me survive this. Please, team up. Team up. <gasps> truce. Truce. <laughs> in, a, in a very few seconds, a lot of thoughts go through Theo's mind, and Theo is not speaking because Theo is flicking between these three people and is like, oh, calculate, calculate ethics. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, calculate ethics. <laughs> so Theo is calculating, is trying to be like, what's the what's the least bad thing to do here in a few seconds? But there is one dominant emotion that Theo cannot shake, and that is the fact that Cornelius is the reason that Theo lost the tomes. And that moment in the core will not, simply cannot go. Like That was the hardest moment of Theo's life. That has been such a defining moment of the last three days. Days that we have been going through this particular. <laughs> Cornelius is like, what? Why is that person looking at me, Elaine? What? <laughs> and I think, deal? do I know you? I've never seen this person before, but it appears they abhor me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm used to that feeling. <laughs> Theo is dominated by this emotion. Theo is not willing to have somebody else do the dirty work at this moment, and Theo takes Mrs. W's fire gauntlet and fires it at Cornelius. I think we'll cut away there because that's Ooh. sick. Ooh. So where that's are fine. they? They're outside. So they're just the ruins. outside the ruins. They're just outside yeah. the big key doors. Um, the big doors that we need to get through to get that to you the need tree. the key for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Got it. So oh. yeah, that's where Theo's ended up. Let's go to Kenny. Uh, Kenny, how are you getting into the the Pokemon the Pokemon Champion Dome? You've you've basically you've arrived at the dome and you've seen the Mega Zapdos circling in the sky. You've seen this giant Thunderbolt that's building in this cloud, and you know that they're still inside. I don't know how mm. do you know how do you know they're still inside? Oh, Brandy, Brandy sent your text. Yeah. Brandy, what was the voice note you sent, Kenny? Pokemon champion, but now the Zapdos is here and I've got, I don't know what to do. I, I need some magic. Can you use some magic? <laughs> also, yeah, that gets cut off. Also what? Also what? I have to know. Kenny, we've got to get inside the building. How do we get past these rocks? No, I don't have any Pokemon that can deal with rock-based stuff except, well, actually, that's not true. Bow down to the king. King Thrush, go! Oh, oh. oh. 
great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Kamoa comes out. All, all scales, all dragon, all beast. King Thrush is out. Kenny, what are you going to do? King Thrush. First of all, hi. Have you been? It's been a while. Come on. Do you, you want to flex your muscles? You want to let out a bit of little tension? Yeah. Stretch, limber up. You see those rocks over there in the entrance? Smash them to bits. Okay. Roll create an advantage for King Thrush. King Thrush's speed is a plus two, which is Ooh. annoying because his attack and special are both plus three. <laughs> I rolled a two and a five for a seven plus a two, so it's a mixed success of a, a nine. mixed success. Okay. Here's your mixed success, Kenny. You get in. King Thrush battles his way inside the Pokemon Champion Dome. So you guys, Hannah, Hedroll, you will get in, but... He, he, the tunnel he creates is not stable enough to get back out. It, like, collapses back in on itself. And this time there's, like, steel. So you can't just punch back the same way you came. They try to use the clothes rails to, like, hold up some rocks as they go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it's such a bad idea, they just yep. actually just block off the exit. Yeah, you block off the exit, 100%. I see. And then some lightning strikes it <laughs> and it melts the steel, so it actually kind of, like, forms into this molten... <laughs> it's a big wall. Oh, my goodness. Kenny, Hedgehog, Hannah, you are now inside the stadium where the lightning is about to strike. Congratulations. What, uh, what's the first thing you do? Where, you know, you see this caravan. I think it's fallen over. I think, sadly, Barnaby's caravan had to swerve at the last minute to avoid Barnaby's the Barnaby's just it's... crying next to it. Barnaby's now out of action. <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay, first of all, Hedrold, Hedrold, no. go, go, go and comfort your friend. Hedrold, you're best off going and comforting your friend. Of course, of course. I can do that. I can do support. I can do emotional yeah, support. support. We don't Thank need you. this sort of... A crying energy in the room right just now. as long as you promise you're, you're gonna you're gonna solve the lightning bolt so that i don't get you know killed while doing the support i can do the support i will do my best so hedron goes over to barnaby gets out zig zig and goon have a moment together they hug zig come <laughs> what does barnaby say to, to hedron hey hey barnaby it's me hedron it's, oh. it's it's your bud hedron my bud yeah. I know oh, it's been I a thought... while. It's been a while, son. I'm so I'm so sorry. I've been away. I, I got caught up with Ulmer. I I got caught up with my reporting. I thought I had to get ahead. You know, I get ahead. I thought I had to succeed. You left me by myself. I'm... Are you okay? You still no. look so rich. You are so rich and comfortable. I look and am rich. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm okay financially, but money isn't the answer to all things. No, no, no amount of per diem points can cure loneliness, can it? I made a promise to you back in that tree after our fight that we would be together forever, and I let you down. I let you down because I let I let the media empire form you again on top of me. I'll never let it happen again, Hedral. From now on, the biggest story is you and me. No, Hedral. Yes! Together forever. Forever. Maybe I don't need my cravats if I've got you. Maybe you're my cravat. And Hedral rips up the brief of his paper and ties <gasps> it around Hedral's neck. There's your cravat. Oh, Hedral. What a headline. What a neckline, even. What a, what a neckline. <laughs> and then we get zapped by lightning. And that's the end. That's the end of that story. There we go. Okay. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Kenny, what, what incredibly dangerous thing do you see Brandy attempting? Um, Me? Yeah. Okay. Brandy has decided to hide... If they want a wet puddle, I'll give them a wet puddle. She's hiding in a puddle. She's seen... <laughs> She's seen... That's better than I thought you were going to... I thought you were going to say she was just weeing in the middle of the stadium. <laughs> No, okay. she has seen there is there is a pipe. One, so one of the rocks has fallen on sort of a pipe at the side of the stadium that is pouring water into the arena, and Brandy is standing underneath it for some unknown reason. The clock on the the stadium that normally counts the time of the matches is now counting down towards this giant lightning flash. Okay, it's somehow somehow been charged by Zapdos to say like two minutes, and it's like <laughs> Brandy, what are you doing? After realizing the puddle isn't a good idea. Well, wait, maybe you do know, you realize that some little sparks from the clouds start being conducted towards the puddle. Maybe there's some, like, a little bit of metal in the puddle as well. Well, this was this was my thought, actually. Bra Brandy okay. has finally seen Kenny. And okay. now, the construction with which she couldn't do with Bash and Hedron, she might be able to do with, Ke with Kenny's... Are you going exactly, back for the... <laughs> exactly. With Kenny's mind powers. Kenny! Brandy, I don't Ken like the way you're looking at me. Kenny, What's going on in that brain of yours? You, you, you can help me. You can move things with your mind, can't you? Uh, I mean, uh, what, what did you want also, me to Kenny, do? Also, Kenny, not the time, but I am the Pokemon champion now, so you can address me as champion if you so wish. I got an update on my phone that said Bash Valutin was Pokemon champion. <laughs> what? Brandy looks at her her poor iPhone and is like, did you text everyone? Did you text everyone? <laughs> Literally everyone in Formia. Everyone. I hate this goddamn phone. Um, <laughs> what, chuck me in a puddle then? Just do it. Do it. <laughs> I dare I, you. Do you know what? I just might. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, we've got this rogue pipe here and we've got some clothes. We've got some clothes rails. Could you, 
Could you use your mind to create some kind of lightning rod that starts in this little puddle and, and goes up to try and conduct the lightning from this giant lightning bolt that's going to come towards us? Why? Because otherwise <laughs> it's going to kill us! <laughs> in your mind, Kenny's thinking, I don't know that much about science. I don't know if this is a good idea. Okay. <laughs> I, Heron Falutin, I know everything about science. I know everything about everything, to be honest. And I say, yeah, good science. Maybe could use a Bunsen burner, but... Yeah, <laughs> in a situation where we have no Bunsen burners, I say this is good science. Right, Bash? You know what, Heron? If you think it's right, it's actually good science. Heron, I could really go for a Bunsen burger, actually, now that you've mentioned it. Oh, but yes. I'm hungry, too. I'm As the one champion, I approve, this. I approve this plan. Kenny, baby, I know you live in the world of magic, but we, do, we don't. We're regular mortals. And I say... You live in the world of science. Let's go with the mortal plan for once. But using your magic, obviously, <laughs> you know, it's like a, it's a coming together of worlds. Yeah, you know, I could, I could use them to like make a cage around the Zapdos or something, but instead, I'll, no, won't. I'll just make a straight line, a straight line Kenny, into Kenny, some you look water. Over at Brandy, you look at Brandy, and she's just there with like puppy dog eyes, just like, please, 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 <laughs> please I want the close rails plan to work. <laughs> you know what, Brandy, you've been through a lot. Apparently, you're Pokemon champion. This is my present to you. Um, oh, thanks, Kenny. But I might need a little bit of help. I'm going to need one of my Pokemon to help me psychically move some stuff. So come on out here, Spiritomb. Oh, all of Ali's Pokemon getting an outing in the Well, the thing episode. is, all of my Pokemon are fine. I've yeah. hardly taken any damage. So I might as well use them. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> Brandy looks at the four Pokemon of hers who are all fainted on the ground. And the Barbarical draped around Kenny's shoulders that he, oh, yeah, he rescued. Yes. Hannah is dragging Barbarical. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> He's so much bigger than me. <laughs> so much bigger. So what's Swirly doing? Well, Swirly's basically assisting Kenny. Doing some spooky stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. a sort of ghosty type. It can, it can, it can like move stuff. Roll, um, roll plus weird. Uh, so this is obviously plus weird, which Kenny is a plus three at. Uh, I rolled a five total, so it's an eight. Okay, eight. Mixed success. Hmm. So the tower is built, Stu. So the tower is built. This giant... So, okay, let me just... But it doesn't work at all. No, I just need the image of this... <laughs> for Brandy's plan. So, I'm just step by step. So, the plan is, from the base of this puddle, you're going to build... Which you said, I noticed, was conducting electricity. I did say that, yes. Yeah, science. You are going to build a giant tower of clothes rails from Barney Tim's closet yeah. and pipes. I'm sort of seeing a massive antenna. Is that right, Tom? Yes, exactly. Theoretically, it's going to conduct the massive lightning bolt down into this puddle, giving you guys the chance to escape. That is correct. Yes. Well... Just so we don't die. The conductor is built. Kenny and and Swirly and Spiritomb fashion this this conductor, and it looks it looks amazing. It, you know, it's super tall. Swirly, Swirly, Spiritomb. Has whooshed some ghostly energy around the bottom to try and keep it secure, and you can see it's starting to crackle with electric energy, as if the the clouds above are, are designating this a wonderful target to to zap with a giant bolt of electricity. So, how are you guys then trying to get out of the stadium? We're going to conduct the electricity from the thunderbolt but then redirect it to the molten thing wall. The fact that you've used my molten wall pleases me, Tom. You've appealed <laughs> right, to me. Right, okay, great. <laughs> because you've used my molten wall. So, okay, so but you... But I don't know how we redirect the, the, the lightning. This is your plan, Brandy, okay? Oh, Everyone God. is following you right now. Kenny's basically gone, unspokenly looked to the group of special defenders here and said, this is, we're doing Brandy's plan right now. <laughs> and everyone's like, why are we doing Brandy's plan? And Kenny's like, guys... She needs this. And General Phillips goes, great leadership. Great <laughs> leadership there, Kenny. I love that. You know, giving people the opportunity to shine. That's great stuff. Good work, buddy. And everyone is looking at Brandy. They're like, right, okay, the tower's built. Now how are we getting out of here? Okay, we're going to, hear me out, reroute the lightning that we conduct to destroy the molten wall that has been created. We just need a, a way we to need, sort of reconduct. We need another another sort we of... We need another conductive thing Another conductive thing. Oh, and you know what? Something with an antenna, something that's something that's got you know a way to communicate with like radio signals that might conduct electricity in a in a way to point it directly. And she holds the poor iPhone in her hand. Oh, what? Okay, okay, okay. I, I mean, oh, I know we all said, I know we all said, listen to Brandy. I know we we we, we did say that, but you know, I mean, she's got a loud voice. It's quite grating. Are we sure we want to listen to her? She sticks the poor iPhone onto a pipe. We're doing Brandy's plan. Think of all the calls. <laughs> you won't be able to make 
the voice notes. <laughs> she shoves it into the water, aiming aiming the poor iPhone on the end at the molten door. <laughs> so it's like a mirror. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought we were like putting it where the lightning's gonna go. Not like a yes, not like a better. beam. That's better. Okay, let's combine Kenny's. Kenny, you can dig a little trench to allow the puddle water to get to the molten door, but it, it's connected by the porophone. The porophone is the key element in this. Okay, All right, Brandy, you do your roll. Do your roll for your plan. Oh my god. <laughs> This is, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is this is up there with Udon Key for me. I was literally going to say this is Udon Key level. This is proven in four and a half years we've gone nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What do I plus to this? Oh What's God. my plus science? Oh, plus science. Uh, I guess it's plus sharp. It sharp. Sharp. <laughs> uh, sharp. Yeah, it's plus sharp for Randy. Randy's a plus two in sharp. <gasps> no, no, she can't be. No, yet. you're not. You can't be plus two in. Cool and sharp. I am. Tom, tell us your stats right now. Tell us all your stats. I don't have my sheet with me, but come on. Come on. is going to give you a minus one. He's going to give you a minus one on this with one final sticker that he puts up on the screen. He shares, he airdrops an embarrassing photo of Brandy. David, what's the embarrassing photo of Brandy that the Porophone airdrops as a final muck you? It's a short video of her going, you know who I miss most? Heron. <laughs> it's a deep fake video that Porophone has created. What Heron's doing now? Brandy, I had no idea. That's not me, it's a deep fake. Look, well, no, it looks very convincing. No, it's not convincing at all. I'd miss me too. Now, this makes a lot of sense. This explains a lot of your behaviour, actually. Oh, I can't wait for Porophone to die. Well, then roll, Brandy. Roll with a minus one. Okay, four plus five for a nine, minus a one, it's an eight. Ooh. So it's a success. Brandy installs the Porophone and tells everyone to get to the get to the Molten Door, get to the Molten Door, be ready to get out of the stadium as soon as you can. So everyone dashes towards the Molten Door. Brandy, you're just lingering there, a final scathing look at the Porophone. You can see the countdown timer on the clock is counting down. It's like 10, nine, eight. We're getting to crunch time. Zapdos above. Ah! It's charging this mega bolt. <laughs> Zapdos pleasantly ignoring what's going on. It's just like, I'm firing the thunderbolt regardless of what they do. Yeah. And the wind. There's another bit of debris. A tiny bit of oh, debris. No. A debris that you wouldn't even notice. Just a small shattered extreme ball from one of the poor Pokemon that has been involved in this conflict just flies. And it knocks Porophone. The Porophone flies out and Brandy, it's like literally like four, three, and you know you need a conductor. You need a conductor in this moment. It can work, but you might need a human conductor. What? Oh my God. Brandy. Oh God. We need to get in this moment because it's so rushed. Four, three. It's her plan. She's told Gary all about the responsibility of the Pokemon champion and like, you've got to stick by your decisions and show sort of leadership. Kenny has gone along with Brandy's stupid plan. So Brandy, yeah, Brandy goes to conduct the, the bolt. You feel, a ha you feel a hand on your shoulder, Brandy. Yeah. General Phillips, get to the door, Brandy. Get to the door. Phillips, what are you doing? Get to the door. No, stop. No, I'm not going to get to the door. We need to conduct the electricity. I'm going exactly. to go... Either we fix this circuit, baby, either we conduct it, or everyone in this stadium dies. Brandy, now get to that groovalicious door. No, I'm not going to let you do it. I'm going to push Phillips away. Okay, roll. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> one and a one for a two. Wow. A two. Phillips was going to just take injury. Now he did. No, you can't. In kill trying Phillips. to wrestle him, you killed him. No. You try and push Phillips. But Phillips is too strong. He's an older man. But he's a, he's a general. Beneath. The flowery cravat and the silky suits, thick horn-rimmed spectacles and the stupid hair. There's a strength in General Phillips, and he resists you throwing him off. And instead, he throws you out of the conducting point, and he grabs both sides. Everyone has a choice, Brandy. Everyone has a choice. And the lightning comes down as the clock strikes zero. And you see Phillips taking the bolt, but it conducts. Brandy's plan works. The lightning goes through the watery trench, gets to the molten door, and melts. <laughs> giving you guys the chance to escape. The Zapdos flies. <laughs> Not defeated, but wearied for a moment by this incredible blast, giving you a moment of reprieve from the wind and the thunder as lightning dissipates. And General Phillips just lets go of either side. Continues standing. 
Phillips? Phillips? Are you okay? Kenny, my man. Listen, you don't let anyone tell you your socks are going to match, baby. You might look different to everybody else, mate, but it's you. And you are the person that I've got faith in. You're the one who's going to make the right choices to the end. I'll never stop grooving, Phillips. And Heron, baby, you better keep grooving the way only you can. Always. Bash. I'm so proud of what you've achieved. And the fact that I, I know you will say thank you, Phillips, instead of staring at the floor, shows how far you've come, baby. You're my inspiration. Hannah? Yes? Gosh, it seems cruel to rob you of another father figure, but you are like a daughter to me. And Brandy. Phillips, it was my plan. It was your plan, baby. It was a good plan. I know you haven't had someone in your life telling you this very much, but I am proud of you. Well done being the Pokemon champion. Phillips. Boromir may not have known whether he had any friends when he made his choice. But that's the difference between the two of us, see, because I know I've got friends. And I'm choosing to preserve their story. And I make that choice willingly. We wouldn't be here without you, Phillips. After all these years, baby, guess I'm finally going to get to sit down. And with that, General Phillips oh, just collapses to the ground <laughs> and exhales his final stay groovy, baby. What is story, Hedrald? This is the story of war. Good people sacrificing themselves for others. I think Brandy's in bits. This is awful. Everyone, he died so we could live. We could, there will be time to grieve, but we need to get out of here before we're attacked again. Come on, let's get going. Keep going, everyone. Come on. He's right, he's right. Brandy. And Kenny goes and picks Brandy up. And puts an arm around her shoulder and they he just sort of starts to walk Brandy away. Brandy, come on. It's my fault, Kenny. It's not your fault. It is my fault. It's not your it's fault. Stupid how to use the clothes None rails. None of this is your fault, Brandy. The clothes rails worked. It would have worked. There will be time for this, Brandy. We need you. All right, let's go. Everyone follow me. I think in lieu of a leadership figure, Kenny stands up. You're showing extreme strength in this moment. And you see that Zapdos flying above. How are you going to solve this situation, Kenny? Before another deadly attack, another deadly volley is going to come in, threaten you, your friends, or even just the innocent lives of extreme ball Pokemon scattered around the Pokemon League. Kenny is showing external strength and composure, but inside his head is turmoil. He's not ever actually lost anyone. Phillips is the first person of, of his life that he's sort of knew and liked and loved that actually died and that he saw that happen. Screw you, Peytang. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so he looks up at that Zapdos and Chrysalia's going to take over for a second. You're right, Kenny. You need, you need a hand. I need you. I need you to help. Do whatever you have to do. We have to get out of here. That thing is a threat. Let's get everyone else out of here. Let's get everyone else to safety. That was the point. That was the sacrifice he made. And we'll do what we can. Yeah. Kenny, do you kind of push Brandy forward then to get out? So it's just you in the dome with Zappy Zap? Yeah, I think so. 
All the special defenders leave and get to a safer point. Brandy, where do you take them? Which is the safer point? Brandy turns around to sort of be like, Kenny, what are you doing? And he's sort of grabbed by Gary Smoke being like, come on, we can't leave Kenny. And uh, sort of bundled out. Maybe Heron and Barnaby are like, we actually found an underground spot. There's a, there's a generator room that we, uh, we know the route to. We went there with Thea. Come on. Okay. So you can hide in like a grate yeah. or something. Okay, Kenny, maybe with power of Chrysalia, do you start ascending to the top of this antenna now so that you're sort of on equal footing with the Zapdos? He just raises himself up into the air, or is raised up into the air. Kenny is, has essentially given himself over to Chrysalia right now. Yeah, it feels like this is an emotional moment that maybe wouldn't have been achieved had this not happened. You've accessed something, or Chrysalia has allowed you to access something. So you rise up to face the Zapdos, who turns to you, the Mega Zapdos. <laughs> and you can feel the wind starting to pick up again, the Tempest starting to find its full strength as the Zapdos rounds on you, Kenny. What do you do? Kenny is going to... It's night, isn't it? Yep. The moon is hidden, and at the moment that Kenny becomes level with Zapdos and in this hurricane surrounding them, there's just slight parting in front of Kenny where the crescent moon appears through the clouds. Kenny starts to glow bright white in the same colour of the crescent moon, and... He's not in control of this, but he's going to unleash the biggest moon blast possibly can to just push this Zapdos as far away from them as possible. He doesn't care about the Zapdos right now. If, if the Zapdos faints, if the Zapdos just gets out of here, this is a scream of pain, of loss. It's not strategic. Okay, roll plus weird. So I rolled a four and a one plus a three, so it's a total of an eight. How do you feel about take, just taking a bit of harm in this, Kenny? It's, yeah, I think it's, it's almost like he's losing a bit of himself. Ooh. Interesting. Chrysalia's getting stronger. In that sort of barometer between Kenny on one side, Dark Kenny on the other, that's been very much in the middle, it slightly ticks over towards Dark Ken. But please describe this this moment then. What does it look like? don't quite know how to describe this other than Zapdos sees the crescent moon almost in front of them for a second. It's unclear if Kenny like transforms into it or if that just flies out of him. But Kenny starts going brighter and brighter and brighter and whiter and whiter and Zapdos has to shield their eyes. <laughs> as they are hit with a beam of pure white loss. To sort of coin a Pokemon thing, I think Zapdos is blasted off again. You almost see them, you see Zapdos kind of, the silhouette of Zapdos reflected in the crescent moon before a little twinkle of a star. As Kenny slowly lowers to the ground, the storm abates and everything sort of goes down to silence. Any debris that was in the air suddenly stops and just falls. Yeah. And Kenny is alone, doesn't need to show strength right now. And a single tear falls down Kenny's cheek. The lightning rod's still flickering slightly. You see Brandy's iPhone on the floor, having not been zapped to death, has been recording the event and then powers down. What a sombre ending to an episode. Um, I don't think we've experienced a character death in Critical Ditto that affected us, the players, as much as that one. Um, but it did, surprisingly. So, yeah, if you're going to blame anyone, I'm going to blame Tom. I hope you enjoyed the episode in spite of, because of, in conjunction with everything that occurred today. Big thanks, as ever, for the music in this episode that came from Braxton Books and Materia Collective, Glitch X City, and, of course, Epidemic Sound for additional tracks and the sound effects used in the episode. We are not affiliated with Pokemon Game Freak or the Pokemon Company. Uh, we are fan-made and not-for-profit. Thank you to Michael Sands, the creator of Monster of the Week, the tabletop game which we've hacked to sort of make our Pokemon version of. And thank you, of course to our lovely, lovely patrons. The lovely folks and supporters who keep the lights on here at Critical Ditto, we thank you so much. Some new ones to mention today. Thank you to Dalton Fate. Thank you to Here I Come, Debbie, Green Pikmin, Mew, Curtis Hovey, Joseph Tibbs, Freya, Lily Gilder, Rosie Skies Ahead, Rosie Skies Ahead, <laughs> I've, just, I've just got that one. Christy, White Phoenix 52, Bloke Person, Mega Noodle, 
Nicholas Andre Rubio, Zaku Turing, Elena Mikhailov, Mr. Man, Anorak, Purple Turkey, Lord Toffee, Not That Nick, Anthony Robin Stanley, Brandon Wood, Carlton, Tommy Portillo, Aidan Clark, Inclusive Investor, Sandy Swain, Mark Smith, Brad Demondauka, My Cabbages, Dr. Rani, Jerembi's Mum, Degizi, Alex W, Crispy, Huxley Spicer, Beth Chivers, Heather Osnell, Betsy Lewinlay, Darius Joukowsky, Ellie Lieberman, Jerembi, Carrie Morrison, Scott M, Dr. Megaman PhD, Kaiko Pink Cosplay, Big Fat Nuke, Jonah Jackson, Josh Anderson, Cesar Trevino, Force Majeure, Crandon Creations, Eric Eichinger, Millamoy, Ginny Voss, Alastair Collinson. Thank you so, so much for all your wonderful, wonderful support. Genuinely, it's we, we couldn't be doing it without you at this point. And finally, big, big thank you to Tom, David and Ali. Well, let's say Tom for this one. He knows why. Remember, adventure is out there. You just have to step in the tall grass. Oh, guys, this is great. Everyone, has anyone else seen this? It's like a Mayan oh my God, temple. Stu, what sort of JRPG temple yeah. are you in front of? Look at this. There's like a little monkey up here. There's a little <laughs> monkey. What's really weird is me and Stu are like next to each other on my screen. So like it's a perfect reflection. Yeah, we're of the in temple. the mirror. We're in the mirror dimension. Aren't we're we? in the mirror dimension. Which yeah. one of us, though, is in the real world? Who's the real <laughs> one? The oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Nathan Drake's coming to my one. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm sure in the real one then. I'm the Uncharted. You get to be. He's got Jack Black coming to his. <laughs> yeah, you get Jumanji 2. <laughs> you get Jumanji 2 at <laughs> the next level. Oh, savage. Not even Jumanji 1. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs>